We're back. Well, welcome everyone to What's Next. This is our weekly podcast at Hillside Church, and we're excited about what took place this past Sunday. And as we are continuing in our summer series called Foolproof, based on the book of Proverbs, and I'm delighted to be back. It was away for a few weeks of vacation, and then to be able to have this past Sunday an outdoor service that we call Church on the Hill, even though it had started a week or two earlier, but we weren't able to be outside. Because we were never of, on the hill. We were never <laughs> on the hill. Uh, we were on the ritzy crescent, but not on the hill at ritzy. And uh, we're glad to be able to do that this week because the weather cooperated. So that was excellent. I didn't know what the weather report was going to be with a potential tropical uh, forecast, tropical storm forecast that did get some rain, but not what they were anticipating. So I was thankful. I woke up Sunday morning praising the Lord, thanking, <laughs> thankful that we were going to be able to be outdoor. And Pastor Mike was the speaker Sunday morning, did a fantastic job with the message. And the title of the message this week was called Foolproof Your Plans. Mm-hmm. And so you began by just helping us to understand, you know, we can all have plans in life, uh, but they can be altered quickly. Yeah. And so why don't you get us started with uh, how you began the message and get us uh into the topic for Sunday morning. Yeah, so when we're looking at plans, there's really three types of plans that we tend to make. There's your short-term plans that really don't take a lot of planning, you know, like what are you going to have for lunch, what are you going to have for supper, Uh, you know, I'm going to hang out with a friend or not hang out with a friend. Then you have more of your event-type planning, you know, uh, family reunions, weddings, barbecues, uh, you know, a bigger get-together with friends. Um, and then you have your life plans, right? Like what, uh, what do you want to do with your life? What kind of education you're going to have? How many kids you're going to have, you know, um, marriage, all those types of things that go into what does life look like for you? What does, what is your life going to be? Uh, what do you want it to, to be about? Um, and so it takes, it takes a different type of approach for each of those plans. And something we talked about in the first week uh, of looking at Proverbs is, when we look at Proverbs, uh, the wisdom that comes from them is not really the words themselves, but how you apply them. It takes wisdom to apply them because sometimes they stand in contrary to each other. Uh, and so planning is a lot like that. Sometimes one word of Proverbs applies to a certain type of plan, but not as well to another. Uh, so it takes some wisdom to understand how to apply our plans to um, these three types of life planning. Yeah. And when you think of you know every individual and where they're at in their journey of life. There's so many variables that come into play. And so I think, like you say, when you take the wisdom that comes from God's word and you filter it into your life, no matter where you're at, uh, there's something that God can say to us through that good proverb. Now, you did mention that uh, your son, Brett, has oh, yes. some, some serious life plans. He has some big life plans. And uh, this may come back to haunt him someday when he's <laughs> older and he knows his dad did a podcast. But uh, what, why don't you share what his plans are? So Brett's life plans are to either be a poop doctor mm-hmm. or a liar, which is how he says lawyer. He hasn't figured out how to quite say lawyer. Uh, but the whole purpose of that is he wants to own a Jeep and a Lamborghini. Both. Both. Nice. And if I'm a good dad, I might be allowed to drive the Jeep, hmm. not the Lamborghini. Yeah. That's great. So he, <laughs> he can do uh, off-roading with a Jeep. Yep. And uh, he can race down the highway in his oh, Lamborghini. Yes. 
and uh, yeah, you'll maybe you'll get a chance. So yeah. hey, if if that day comes, could you swing by and pick me up? Absolutely, awesome. That sounds really <laughs> really good. Uh, you know, there's also other plans that come our way that we were not anticipating. Yes, right. And there can be, uh, you know, news of difficulties mm-hmm. or diagnosis, things that. Uh, we just did not plan. A pandemic. A pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I thought of that when you said, you know, event planning, you know, family reunions and, of course, weddings and get-togethers. And you go, okay, well, you can do all the planning you want. Yeah. But those may or may not happen. Or they may happen at the numbers that, you know, are stated in the guidelines and restrictions mm-hmm. versus what we would want. So. Yeah, life plans, all of these plans are part of our journey, and we have to look to the scriptures for guidance and help. And so you took us to the word in Proverbs. You helped us to see the significance of of how these Proverbs speak to us. And then you talked about this idea of just from a practical perspective and a pastoral perspective, even like when it comes to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And you would want a couple to know there are some things that it's good to prepare for yeah. uh, when it comes to your wedding ceremony, your wedding day. And if you're the officiant, uh, maybe talk about that a little bit just from that practical perspective. Yeah, well, I bring these things up at weddings, but I think they're really good things to take into most events that we plan in mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah. Uh, which is one, it's not going to go perfect. Something will go wrong. Yeah. Uh, always. Something always goes wrong. Um, most people won't know something went wrong except for the person planning it. Exactly. Unless you make a big deal out of it. Yeah. it yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be the one who knows. Yeah. Don't roll your eyes. Don't tip your head back. Like yeah. something just went wrong because uh, nobody will know. Right. And it's usually those things that people most remember from the day. Like when they're, when you have a big event, whether it's a wedding or a family barbecue, it's usually the things that went slightly awry that you remember because there's so much going on in a day. It's mm. usually the things that you weren't expecting that you're going to remember. Yeah. Um, and it's at the end of it, it's always the relationships that come from those events. You know what? Again, family barbecue, connecting with somebody or a wedding, you know, getting married. That is more important than the day itself or what took place in the day. Yeah. It's interesting as you were sharing that illustration, uh, I was thinking about the various weddings that I have done over the years. And one of the things that I tell the couple is that on the day of the rehearsal, uh, I will be the quarterback. You don't have to worry about a thing, but we will have to make the plan before the wedding rehearsal. Because one thing that can happen is anybody who wants to take over smells uh, when there's like no plan. They have to step in and offer their ideas. Mm -hmm. But if I know what the plan is, I'll be the quarterback and I will basically say thank you for your idea, but it's already planned, right? So, yeah, so plans are a part of our life. And whether it's a wedding or whether it is, um, you know, where are we going to go for supper uh, or what are we going to plan to get out of the freezer to Mm -hmm. get ready for supper or it's a life plan, something that has more long-term strategy, It it is all a part of living. And then what does the Proverbs say about that? How does it speak to us? Uh, You said Proverbs chapter 12, verse 2, the Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those whose plans are wicked. And so you took us into this idea of understanding uh, what 
the Proverbs actually say about plans. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe it, it would strike people a little bit unique, like, okay, oh, there's this twist or this angle about plans. So why don't you jump into that about the plans of the wicked and what that's all about? Yeah, so I was kind of surprised as I worked through the book of Proverbs to find out that the most common element about plans in our lives has to do with God condemning the plans of the wicked. Hmm. And this contrast then between the wicked's plans, the plans of wickedness versus the plans that are good and godly. Um, And it uses two terms the most for that, talks about uh, good plans that are just and good plans that bring peace. Uh, So there's this uh, this divide between plans that are what are considered wicked versus plans that are good, which bring about justice and peace. And so there's this contrast in the book of Proverbs that really breaks plans down into those two aspects. Mm. And uh, something that I thought about as well, like generally I don't plan to be wicked. Right. Like that's not my perspective. That yep. That's not how I think about it. And when we read books of Proverbs, we tend to gloss over the plans of the wicked because we think, well, I'm, I'm not planning something wicked. I'm not trying to hurt somebody. We always think about, you know, those far-fetched plans, those ideas that, you know, almost sat- satirical from like a, a movie, right, with a, a supervillain or something like that. But really the plan of the wicked is those plans that are in contrast to plans that bring about justice and peace. Hmm. And I think a lot of us, when we look at our plans, we don't really take into account, is this plan going to bring about justice and or peace in our lives and the lives around us? And so uh, to the book of Proverbs, if they're not good plans that bring about justice and peace, then really they get categorized as plans of the wicked. Yeah. And you put that in the framework of the various other books that are surrounding Mm -hmm. Proverbs and how they're books of wisdom. And yet they each kind of have a specific focus. So why don't you share about that as well? Yeah, so uh, the books of wisdom are also known as the the Ketuvim. And the books of wisdom uh, include Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs. And uh, to, to really sum them up, especially looking at Job, Job is a, a question around what happens when life doesn't seem just, when everything is falling apart around me and... Everybody thinks it's my fault, but it's really not my fault. Uh, And Ecclesiastes is about the meaninglessness of life. Like at the end of the day, it just all seems meaningless. And when you read these books at face value, they can seem very hopeless. Uh, But when you actually read them from the perspective that God was trying to inspire uh, within them, we realize that the, both of them are a call to trust in the justice and the peace of a life-giving God. Hmm. Uh, and so the whole idea of, of Job is that when it when life doesn't seem just, do we trust that God will still be just? Yeah. And when life seems meaningless in Ecclesiastes, do we trust that God will still bring peace? Um, and so that's the, the point of the song of Solomon is very similar. It's about love and it's about trusting in the love of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and Psalms has a lot of that tied in through the lamentations and stuff like that. And so, uh, the whole purpose of these books of wisdom is to lean in and say, when life doesn't go the way that I planned, do I still trust mm. that God is just in peace 
or have I reverted to this idea that God is wicked and mm-hmm. God is out to do harm to me? Yeah, that's so good. Because, you know, when we think about our lives, for the most part, I think everybody thinks they want to be successful. They want mm-hmm. things to go well. So you're planning on good things. And so then this is saying, hey, God has a bigger perspective. Can we keep tying into that? Can we keep mm-hmm. seeking that wisdom and that understanding? And we see that woven through the Proverbs uh, in very many places. You, you used a word that you know wouldn't necessarily be a common word in our language, hedonism. Hedonism, and, uh, yeah. And that was kind of like, okay, so there might be some people going, what was that one? And how do you spell that? <laughs> and, and what were you trying to say? What was that all about? Yeah, so we actually use a lot of the terms from hedonism. We just don't use that term itself. Yeah. Uh, the, the idea of hedonism, uh, some trace it all the way back actually to Ecclesiastes where, uh, it's this idea of life is meaningless. So just do whatever you want, just make it pleasurable and fun. Um, maybe you've heard the term, some people ascribe it to Epicureanism, uh, which is this eat, drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. So Mm. just do whatever you want because you're going to die anyway. Who cares? Um, some have taken it to be like the Lord is going to have such control over our lives and direction that just do whatever you want. God's going to make it work out however he wants it to go anyway. Mm. And so this idea of hedonism is do whatever brings you pleasure and happiness because it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, that That's like the basis of hedonism. Uh, again, summed up in the eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow you die. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of us have taken that into our lives, especially I think in the pandemic where uh, our lives have been so altered and we keep making plans and the plans fall through or the plans change. And so we kind of almost get to the point where like, I give up. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do right now in this place, whatever's going to bring me pleasure in the moment. Cause yep. it doesn't really matter. Hmm. Um, and that's not what Proverbs says. Proverbs says, no, you should make plans. A lot of people I think, think Proverbs says don't make plans. It says make plans. Yes. The Lord is going to oversee how those plans come into effect. Uh, but make plans that are good and godly, make plans that bring justice and peace. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Uh, and you referenced Proverbs 3, mm-hmm. 5, and 6, you know, trusting in the Lord with, with all, all, heart, your heart. all your heart, seek his will, and all you do, he will show you which path to take. So once again, coming back to, you know, this is not about my own fulfillment and mm-hmm. meaning and purpose based on what I want and my wisdom God always has a wisdom greater than us. So how do we stay connected to that? How do we stay attuned to that? Yeah, now something I didn't actually talk about yesterday, but part of that passage is lean not on your own understanding. Uh, And so definitely pushing towards leaning on the understanding and the direction of of God. Uh, But Proverbs actually has a lot to say about getting advice, Uh, a lot of advice from getting good advice from people who have wisdom and making sure you don't get bad advice from people who don't have wisdom, which Mm. you can again see in the book of Job. And so when we get good advice and we lean on the understanding of the Lord, it always points us towards what's the path of wisdom. And we talked about that two weeks ago, how Jesus is the path of wisdom. When Jesus said in John, I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus is actually using a phrase that refers to the book of wisdom. And he is saying, I am the wisdom that fulfills the understanding of the Proverbs, that fulfills the understanding of justice in Job, that understands the understanding of peace in the book of Ecclesiastes. I am wisdom. I am what brings life. 
Um, and so uh, Jesus' own uncle, Zechariah, when he was finally able to speak again after this great miracle of John's birth, um, he's prophesying about, um, it said, this says in Luke chapter 1, he was full of the Holy Spirit and began to prophesy about the role that John and Jesus was going to have to play in redemption and salvation for the world. And he says of Jesus that he's going to be a light and a, a pathway. He is the pathway and actually mm. says the pathway to God. Yeah. Uh, he is the wisdom that brings life. That's so good. And it's just, okay, here we are in the Old Testament book of Proverbs but it's directing us mm -hmm. to this one named Jesus. Yeah, right? That's right. And he is the ultimate peace. So, you know, as you talked about justice and peace in Proverbs, uh, we can't lose sight of, oh, these are not just good, wise sayings mm -hmm. that can stand alone. And, and, and they are good principles, good truth and good wisdom. But they do direct us to Jesus yeah. as, as the ultimate sense of peace, which brings it to the New Testament, and brings it into our lives today. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about this, like, uh, Proverbs chapter 8. Uh, if you read Proverbs chapter 8, you'll see that John uh, plagiarized, if you will, uh, Proverbs <laughs> right. chapter 8 in John chapter 1, explaining who Jesus is as wisdom, hmm. uh, and is very clear that Jesus is the fulfillment and the demonstration of justice and peace in our lives. And so yeah. if that's what we're seeking, if we're actually seeking justice, if we're actually seeking peace, that's truly going to come through understanding and applying the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and living as Jesus. Yeah, that's good. You know, when you think of our current day and time, uh, you know, information, age, you know, knowledge, so much can be discovered. Mm -hmm. uh, just do a Google search, right? <laughs> you can you can find information on anything and everything immediately. And it would seem like, you know, we're really quite enlightened people. Mm. You know, we really have like the, the greatest advantage of knowledge ever. And so therefore, why would you ever need God? Why would you ever need Jesus, you know? And yet it's interesting that when you read the book of Proverbs, the amount of wisdom is there, and yet it keeps directing to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And in the day we live, you can easily, people can just disrespect Jesus. And so that's just irrelevant. It's archaic. It's outdated. But it's still the, the, the core foundation of what God had in mind. So that no matter what we face, uh, there is wisdom in following Jesus and in following his ways and then as we're looking at how does Proverbs uh, lead to pointing to Jesus, right? So. Yeah, I've seen this meme going around on Facebook, and it says that uh, in this day and age, we have the most amount of knowledge ever, hmm. but the least amount of wisdom. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's that's a great way to, to bring closure to this. Even though you didn't put that in the message, it's a great way for this podcast to just leave that in our minds because, you know, we can get a lot of knowledge, but do we have hmm. wisdom? And the scripture does say, if you lack wisdom, you know, seek and God will give it to you. Absolutely. He's a generous God. And so part of that seeking in my mind is when you go into the book of Proverbs and you, you know, mine out beautiful, powerful principles of wisdom, uh, they are there for our good, mm -hmm. uh, for our peace, for the justice of lives. And so 
uh, hope that this has been uh, a good series for you so far and this podcast is encouraging to you and that you would find yourself continuing to look at the book of Proverbs through the week to be reading, to be digging in. Uh, I know there are some resources on our webpage website that uh, you can go to wearehillside.church and they can take you to readings or reading plans or studies in the book of Proverbs uh, just as a help. But uh, we certainly encourage you to keep growing and keep growing in wisdom and that it will be a, a great series as we continue with foolproof through our summer Sunday. So thanks, Pastor Mike, for sharing today. Thank you. And I hope that uh, you're encouraged today and we'll look forward to next week as uh, we have a, a, a in-house but a special guest speaker for us. I'm not even going to say who it is. Super exciting. I'm just going to say that next week there will be a, we'll say a non-pastoral staff member speaking and we look forward to hearing uh, the guest on Absolutely. Sunday. So, all right. Thanks again for joining us today on What's Next, and we'll look forward to talking next week.